<sighs> hey guys. Uh, hey, good, yeah. Good talking to y'all, man. This uh, it's really nice that after anniversary Ooh. episode, we're just like done, yeah. so we can just uh, finally we can just do these calls together and stop, you know, uh, yeah. stop like having to record everything. <laughs> Wait, the should I should I change the name on the Google Calendar? I thought we were recording. Uh, no, Keon, we we hit the one year mark. We're done. Laser. I hate to break this to you, but I'm recording right now. Yeah, me too. Are you not recording? We're all recording. No, but I'm pregnant. <laughs> hey, hello, and uh, welcome to Why a Podcast, a podcast where we answer the questions so you didn't think to ask or were too lazy to Google. I'm Laser. Welcome to season two of Why a Podcast, Elric. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Matthew. Uh, I guess we're doing seasons now. Slaza. And I'm Keon. We jumped the shark, and now it's all downhill from here, Boozar. Jump the, the shark implies that our quality was building. I mean, the anniversary episode was slightly above average, so good job, Matt. It, it was, was pretty fu- peak. Uh, listen, yeah. yeah, good job, Matt. You did the majority of the editing. Thanks, guys. My amount was so negligible, it doesn't matter. But now that we're done talking about <laughs> the part that nobody cares about, <laughs> hey, guys. Um, so, yeah, we did an anniversary episode, and I personally, I think I like saying that this is season two of Why a Podcast. Yeah, I'm into it. What was? Sorry, I was yawning. What, what was I am, dude. Oh, I'm tired as shit. Don't do this eat to a, me. I'll fucking fall asleep. Fuck off. Listen, I like finished the anniversary episode like three hours ago, and we're recording That's, another episode. It's a little weird. It's great. It's, very it's fair. great to say that it's a new season. Well, you know what? Better way to start this season off than to have a completely arbitrary topic. That's a random word that we just kind of chose. And that word is... We did not randomly no. choose this. This was sent in by a good, good listener about, like, maybe half a year ago when we were in That's the... When true. we started the Captain America... Not Captain America. Captain, Captain Planet. Planet, like, series of of episodes. Thank you so much, Elizabeth Dow, who had a, a nice shout-out to herself That's true. during our anniversary episode. Who is now a regular cameo on our podcast. Yep. Basically, yeah, she's basically... She's the, the patron saint. She's our queen, let's be real. That's about right. And yeah, so Oh, hey, wait a minute. That's the, that's the that's name the of the episode. Oh, shit, I didn't say it, but now I did. Hey, guys, what do you say we cut the bullshit, we get straight to brass tacks and we uh we're we're all about that brass tacks here on why a podcast we're never about bullshit listen ever. I, brass not... tacks uh podcast and ass right on, that's what you said let's, Keon? <laughs> let's put our nuts to the ground and jump right that's what people say right okay this season's off to a great start folks you know i'm just we're, i'm just trying to it. i'm trying to keep things fresh i'm trying to come up with new things so, uh, how about this hey um guys let's step right in <laughs> Oh my god. No, no, it, no that didn't no. feel right. So hey guys, let's jump right in. We're gonna be asking one go. why question each. The others will guess the answers, and then god damn it, we'll let you know why. And who damn right. would like to fucking begin. I think we should be oh. more profane this season. Dude, season two is freaking me out. Season two lasers getting me a little on edge. Yeah. I might be edgy key on this season. You know what? All right. So Elon Musk was my enemy last season. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh I think I'm gonna go for Elizabeth Dow this season. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I need to see that rivalry. All yes, right. Please. Hey, Matt, start us off. <laughs> All right. Well, that's nice. Now there's no surprise. Oh, I'm so surprised. Ah, oh, fuck. I ruined the surprise. I got you a cake, though. 
And it's all vanilla icing. That's right. Don't, it's don't, all vanilla don't, don't joke. Don't icing. joke about this. You don't joke about this. This is like joking about the cure for cancer. You can't make me this excited. You got me you a can't. cake for Keon. Oh, God. I was so happy for a second. I really thought there was a cake. What if eating an entire cake that's just icing is the cure to cancer? God. So, yeah, another thing we're trying out for season two is our show doesn't have structure anymore, um, which is great. But um, Let's just- make us a mod! Oh, fuck me. Matt. I think I peeked the shit out of the audio on that one. Oh, Matt, ask a question. My question is, why are Queen the queen of rock and roll? Well, Hmm. that's simple, Matt. It's The thing is that we are slowly, throughout our podcast, building up our family of music. Uh, Obviously, we already (laughs) have the progeny, the two princes. um, And now, of Of course, course. it's time to establish the queen. Uh, So here's the thing is, queen is the queen of podcasts because it's their name. That's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, of podcasts. It's their fucking name. You know, it's it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. They said, we're queen. Listen, we are going to ascend the ranks. Mm-hmm. It's And they did. And like Queen is considered one of the greatest bands of all times. Just like uh, yeah. every member of the Beatles got eaten alive by bugs. So um anyway, Keon, your answer? Yeah, no, it's uh, you got to dress for the uh dress for the job that you want, not the job that you have. And uh from day 1, they dressed like rock, rock stars and that's how you get there. I thought um, you say from day 1 they dressed like Rob Schneider. I thought you were going to say that too. <laughs> <laughs> at first, yeah. at first I thought he was going to say from day 1 they dressed like queens cuz that would be the obvious joke. But then instead it sounded like Rob Schneider and then I was like, "Oh, rock stars." That's where he's going. This summer, this. Rob Schneider is queen. And he's going to win I'd another, another Oscar it doesn't deserve. <laughs> oh. Yep, it, gonna talk about I, it that. wasn't the best edited. It was, Rami Malek did a great job, but Jesus Christ, it was oh, not the best believe edited. Believe me, I'll be talking about that. But anyway, uh, Film stuff. So yeah, Keon has to answer it more seriously yeah. than that, I guess. Oh, fuck no, I don't. And we're on to my topic. <laughs> Get excited, folks. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I am excited. Come on. Okay. Going to hit you with some knowledge uh, shit, folks. Do All it. Right? Come All on. Right. Smack so- me with that knowledge stick. Oh, no. <laughs> this is a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I think we peaked about last week. Anyway, actually, I've um, been—I'm actually sitting further away from my microphone, so we don't peak. Oh, uh, thank you. Peaking. That's very nice of you. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, a- anyone who doesn't know anything about Queen, uh, many people consider them one of the biggest rock and roll bands of all time, uh, for many reasons. One, including the fact that, much like any musical artist, they did a Christmas album. But uh, also, <laughs> in addition to that, uh, they had a ridiculous number of hits that have basically never gone away. Uh, in particular, since the release of Bohemian Rhapsody last year, uh, they had a resurgence in popularity where pretty much all of their previous number one hits were suddenly revived in back in the top ten around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Which, one, shows that they are the queens of rock and roll over time. But two shows that uh, much like queens and any form of dictator or ruler, people love them, but they have some serious problems. Yeah. And just like Queens, New York. Oh, go on. I don't have a joke. <laughs> Good. Uh, Queens, New York isn't doesn't have a joke either. Spider Man from Dare. Hey, true. You know who else did a Christmas album? Spider Man. And he movie coming out soon. Is that true? Yeah, Spider Man Far From Home is like I think it comes out in June. Is it June? Either July? June or July. It might be early July. Do your thing. 
I was, you know, you got me excited. I'm sorry. Anyway, so, uh, so Queen, like I said, they have these problems. And, and if you saw the movie Bohemian Rhapsody, you saw a very interesting adaptation of those problems within the band and from the members of it. Uh, but the more, more realistic element of that being that uh, anybody who is seen as great or successful tends to have a lot of problems. We could talk about that in historical leadership figures. Keon's going to tackle one of those a little mm-hmm. later in both a serious and a comedic manner. If you talk about it with me, I've reached the heights of fame, and now I'm you know, neurotic and just an awful person. Yep. Um, you see how I treat my co-hosts. That's true. And moving from that, let's talk about some <laughs> other uh, awful and neurotic people that are probably about as awesome as laser in their own way uh brian may aka the guitarist the guitarist sounds like an assassin's nickname doesn't it it yeah. sounds, sounds like pretty that. badass i'd watch a movie about that playing brian may the, the guitarist, guitarist. <laughs> very good anyway brian may was their guitarist and he also did some keyboards and vocals of course uh everybody in queen was absolutely fantastic uh as a an instrumentalist so many of them played different roles uh, but in the band, mostly, he was the lead guitar. And then, of course, we have drums. Roger Taylor, legendary drummer. Mm-hmm. Also, as I said, played other instruments. Um, and then, of course, the two former members, probably one of them, the most well-known member of Queen, Freddie Mercury. Oh, probably. You know. Probably. Oh, Maybe. that's the planet. I thought it was like Freddie Pluto or something. Sorry. <laughs> Freddie <outta> Jupiter. <laughs> there we go, Freddie. I mean, yeah, that actually doesn't sound bad. We should have a cover band to call it that. Uh, all right, yeah. Johnny Jupiter, it. Johnny Jupiter, and the uh, the two Ooh, princes. We should have we should have a cover band called Prince. And okay, I got, think what? there's nothing that would go <laughs> wrong with that. Okay, I'm sorry, guys, but I think I stumbled <sighs> onto the best name. Johnny Jupiter and the two princes. It might be that's our, pretty that good. That has to be our unofficial name. See, I like I like uh, band names that are like n- a proper name and the like number like blank numbers like Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Yeah, what the heck? Hell yeah! So like a Johnny Seven Knives and the Three Jupiters. I don't know. Like, <laughs> okay, dude, I'm saying Johnny thing. Johnny Jupiter. Guys, this is important that I finish this. All right, there's one mm-hmm. other main member of Queen. We could can't we just do that first and then we can. Goof I bet daft. if you didn't look him up, you wouldn't be able to tell me who he was. If I hadn't seen Bohemian Rhapsody, I probably couldn't tell you who it was. I mean, I still couldn't. I don't think I remember anybody mentioning anybody's name except for Freddy's the entire movie. I will say I remember them saying Brian's name. I remember them that, saying mm-hmm. this guy's name twice. But otherwise, <laughs> Freddy's name was said a lot. I don't think maybe Roger's name once. I feel like I'm just making that up. I don't think they ever said it. I feel like I just feel like they needed to have That's said it. That's what I mean. That movie is interesting. I mean, it's a good movie. I don't want to poo-poo it. It's a good time. Oh, we will in a minute. But anyway, um, uh, so of course, the last member being John or John Deacon, if you will. Dude, John Lennon was in that? John in Lennon was in Queen. All right. So real Ro- quick. Roger can... Deacon was in the movie? Dems to facts. Can, can we sum up real quick who all the band members are? Because it's got you know, away from us. I like that you're saying it as if it wasn't your fault. Brian May, well, uh, Roger Taylor, <laughs> John Deacon, and Freddie Mercury all right. are the four key members of Queen. AKA, as they said in the movie Bohemian Rhapsody, they're the legends of rock and roll. Uh, they didn't quite say it like that, but they called Freddie Mercury a legend, and then he said, we're all legends, which was a great moment in the movie, and it would have been awesome if that had been anywhere near how that actually happened, but outside of that, it was pretty great. And so, as as many people might know if they've seen the movie or know the basic history of Queen, they started off uh, without Freddie Mercury, and then they kind of 
Freddie Mercury joins the band. They go. They become hugely popular. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody is said to be a terrible song by the record company and then becomes this massive cross-platform hit that, by the way, critics didn't like, which I thought was really fun. Yeah. Um, and now is considered one of the best songs of all time. Um, but that's just proof that sometimes critics don't like things that are awesome. I'm looking at you all of the cult classics I love in my DVD collection. Um, Rocky mm-hmm. Horror Picture Show. Um, oh, yeah. Moulin that's Rouge. bad, though. That's understandable. Like, I'm, that's I'm not sorry, a did good you just call movie. Rocky Horror Picture Show bad? Oh, it's great, but it's bad. Hey, guys, um, Matt's canceled. Um, sorry, guys. Cancel Culture Dog, Tron mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Legacy, Pacific Rim, all fantastic movies that are Listen, Pacific Rim 2 is... Bad, people have bad... Okay. We're not talking about, about Pacific Rim 2, you boy. Oh, that movie's even better. That one's a 12 out of 10. <sighs> anyway, so Queen, why do they become the legends of rock and roll? Why are they the queens or queen of rock and roll and... I think three th- three things are are kind of my my crux of my argument on this. One, their name is Queen. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So I mean, that's pretty foolproof. I don't even know if I need two and three. It's very memorable. <laughs> two, they they have other than the Beatles and several other titans of uh, music in history have the one of the most number one hits both in America and internationally of all time. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow! And number three, and this is the more important to me, <laughs> uh, much like any monarchy. Uh, they had a lot of problems that didn't keep them from succeeding, both alive and after their death. Oh, dang. Oh, my goodness. Um, Queen, <laughs> much like any monarchy of a country, still seems to be touring and doing things, despite the fact that they lost their best member many oh, years man. ago. Uh, and I would say that's much like when a uh, king or queen takes over for a good ruler. When they're like 11 and then tries to make it work. God, man. That that dead horse is still spitting out some money here and there. Yeah, Jesus. and don't get me wrong. I mean, I saw Queen perform with Adam Lampert during the Oscars. And as much as... Oh, shit. As much as the Oscars was that like... That actually sounds pretty good. Uh, ...a mess and, and such, uh, the, that performance was pretty great. And they're still doing it. They're still killing it. They are fantastic musicians. I'm not taking anything away from Queen. I love Queen to death. Literally, yeah. But let's be honest. <laughs> when, when you lose... Like the arguably the best vocalist of all time. Like I understand yeah. that you got to keep going, but like it's I don't know. To me, it's like okay, so you know the Holy Roman Empire did exist much longer after there was a real Holy Roman Empire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah, the best analogy. That, I can totally. Think. A point I wanted to bring up is that one of the reasons why Queen is very important to me is that it's pop music for baritones. Mm. <laughs> which is not something we fucking get. So if you're a baritone with karaoke, you have Elton John, Queen, and like fucking hell, man. That is pretty much it. Oh shit, the two movies, huh? Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's something I'm gonna be talking about in a minute. Okay, talk about it. The, the, forget the minute part. Scrap your other shit. We don't care. Do you have more to talk about? You just said that they were dead. <laughs> Nothing happens after people die. Exactly. Yeah. Well. Look, <sighs> Well, okay, just give me, like, six seconds real quick. I got to right. pull up the other thing. One, two, <laughs> right, Keon, really? Keon, let's fill <laughs> some dead air. Um, so. Oh, I, man, I was just about to spoil the crap out of Amnesty just again, just no, because Jesus no. I'm going to try not to. Okay, real quick, before I get past the informational element, then, they had 53 top 40 songs. Ooh, wow. 53. Damn. Now, six of them were number one. Prior to pop hits suddenly becoming this crazy thing, or the exception of the rule, which is, like, Beatles and Elvis pre-competition of other artists. That's unprecedented. Absolutely. Damn, yeah. Now, 
I will now talk about these movies, a.k.a. motion pictures, that Keon seems to really want me to talk about. The Basically, my thing with Bohemian Rhapsody uh, is that it, it's trying to capture the story of, like, a complicated person. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does tell some of the flaws of Queen, but it does it in such a way that you're like, well, okay, so you're trying to pretend that, like, the world works like a, a movie? And I get that it's a movie, but, like... You can't have your cake and eat it too. Like it ignores so many things. And I understand that like to make a movie, to make the story work in that format, sometimes you have to do that. But like the the number of flaws in that movie outside of the fact that the editing in it is just interesting at best. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. In particular, the scene that is now infamous at this point uh, where they meet with the, the manager. It's, it's just like one of those things where like compared to Rocketman, which I saw and I also think is just okay to be honest uh despite the fact that this is getting huge reviews rocket man and bohemian rhapsody was largely a mixed bag from critics like i think the biggest issue is like studios still don't seem to know how to create movies with a complicated character in a cohesive manner in any way (laughs) especially biopics they especially like it and it's not a huge deal like you just kind of have to do it sometimes i can see how the producers were looking at it that as well as the director and the writers that like you just have so much that you need to fit in that it was just it kind of felt like happenstance that some of the some of the amazing things they do they would already be in the recording studio talking to each other and being like hey do this with your hands and then they do the we will rock uh, you stomp yeah it's like (laughs) totally that's totally how they came up with it five seconds before recording the song here's my thing i don't even mind that if that's the case it's like that you can do that scene you just can't do it the way they do it you know what i mean like i don't mind the conception i don't mind like the like the conceive of like this is a shortcut to get us where we need to go but they do it in a manner that almost feels like they're winking at the audience yeah Mm -hmm. and i'm like uh why as well as they apparently like you know the live aid thing at the very end with like his aids mm-hmm. diagnosis like those were completely separate events they weren't 200 percent. yeah they yeah. like didn't coincide they deliberately put it at the end just to make it mm-hmm. good for the end of the movie well, it, that yeah. and freddie like he didn't he he wasn't the first member of queen to go solo also like yeah it's just interesting yeah that they're like oh you're betraying or whatever because you're going solo he's like dude he he wasn't the first one they were all kind of just going around and doing their thing there wasn't any huge animosity that's my biggest problem in general with the mm-hmm. whole thing is like and that centers on the fact that like their queen is above like above like everyone else like an idol like like every major great uh group in history it's like they were just a bunch of personalities and egos trying to make it work right but the problem yeah. becomes when they tried to tell that story they painted it as like freddie centric in almost a hilariously negative way. And you're like, what? Because mm-hmm. they make everything center on what he does. And one, it was not that simple. Yeah. At all. Like, that was a band. That was like an interactive environment ecosystem they had. And all of them were doing a lot of shit all the time. And so it really sucked that, like, that's probably my biggest beef with the movie in general. Is like, in order to simplify their story, they cut a bunch of things to happen at the same time and be caused by the same thing, which is like Freddie being twisted by his like sexual desire for this other guy who was ruining him slowly. Right. Like it's kind of shitty. Yeah. <laughs> Cause one, there's no way that's the case. It's not, it's not really a Yoko situation. Mm-hmm. And two, none of that happened at the same time as the other stuff. Cause live aid happened right after they toured. And like, 
And thank you so much for listening to Why Film Podcast, a <laughs> podcast where we talk about films. I know everyone's talked about this for the movie. I'm just saying because of Queen, I, I would just like to say that ironically, because of the flaws of the movie is more why I think because it wasn't that case that they deserve that mantle as the queen of rock and roll. Can we just copy pasta that entire section of the why not so we don't have to do that later? I mean, this is the, the episode after our anniversary episode. I think we should take it easy. Hey, guys. Um, so why am I just able to emphatically, enthusiastically, in such a boisterous way, vocalize my support for you? For both of you. Very odd question. For anyone I want to. How can you emphatically eight other adjectives are Wait, your support for us? How can you? I said why. Ah, uh, okay. What did you say? Could you repeat it? I said why can I enthusiastically, <laughs> emphatically, with just all of my being, with my love for you guys, just encourage you, cheer you on? Okay, well, that brings us to an interesting uh, conversation about free will. So. Uh, we all have the free will to act in any way in which we would like to at any time. The only real thing keeping us from doing anything is either a social construct or pushback from other beings, right? You know, you could say whatever you want to someone, but they might punch you. Uh, and so the reason that, uh, you feel that you can support us is because, uh, well, because one, you have free will, and two, we haven't punched you for complimenting us yet. Uh, this is I can't. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't let you. I can't let this garbage be spewed any longer. That that there's any sort of Kantian dynamic and morality going on in the world. That's just not what's happening. Everything's predetermined. We already know that the dies have been cast. All the words that I have said and all the words that I will say have already been predetermined by our uh, roles in the variables in the in the entire universe. So you emphatically saying yes and helping us and saying that we can do stuff and making sure that we're all all happy don't worry that's already been predetermined by not only our brains but the entire universe so why can you do that because it's already been predetermined and matt i i really disagree that you you could come on here and spew the fact that we all have free will or something like that that's ridiculous um let's save this for another time <laughs> why not <laughs> predeterminism why not kant <laughs> there we go oh man dude i talk about kant all the time utilitarianism versus kantianism i'm trying to remember this uh there's a philosophy podcast i listen to that's really good uh -huh. can't remember the name um so i'll guys, just ask everton he learned philosophy he got a degree in it yeah they also talk about it on the good place hey guys so let's talk about underground ball culture what the Wait. fuck what? So the drag ball scene is a subculture that illuminates themes of race, gender, and sexual orientation within society. Huh. Balls are competitions that consist of individuals, often drag queens, who perform different drag genres and categories. Drag refers oh. to the practice of practices of one's gender dressing in the clothes typically worn by the quote-unquote opposite gender and often adopting the conventional mannerisms of that gender so drag queens and hmm. kings develop a drag persona adopt a drag name and cultivate the unique style and attitude um so a lot of people have seen uh rupaul's drag race but i thought i would just mm -hmm. really establish you know what that is so ball culture emerged in the 1920s in and around New York. At the beginning, performers consisted mainly of white men putting on drag fashion shows. Black queens rarely participated, and when they did, they were expected to lighten their face. So, 
fucking bad. Whoa. So fed up with this restrictive and racist ball culture, the queer black ball community, ball community, um, established their own underground ball culture in the 1960s. And this is where it least started to pop off is the main important thing about underground ball culture is that it really did start with like in, in an important way, it was empowering for queer people of color. Um, and this actually, um, this group of people led to the famous Stonewall riots, which uh, really changed the perception of that culture. And a lot of, wow. yeah, uh, you know, um, the Stonewall movie is really bad because it erases so much of this. Um, mm. So in the 1970s, it really saw an expansion and these balls became a safe space for queer youth. Mm-hmm. So um, this is an incredibly serious topic, like really awesome. I would go into this for a while, but this is, you know, we try to keep the podcast short. I really recommend reading into underground ball culture. Um, so in the 1980s, something started within this ball culture. Yas, queen! Yas! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! uh, okay, now yeah! I see. So I forgot what you were going to do. And you got me. You zinged me. <laughs> yes, right. queen. Yes. You feel good? Zigged and then zagged. Yeah, yes. Jesus. So ah. the term Yas Queen, as we know, in these sort of Very drag good. things and falls, uh, is obviously a term of encouragement, like Yas Queen. Um, but uh, the reason it's been particularly within um, recent popularity is it's still especially common amongst uh, the gay culture. Um, uh, and I just want to say I am qualified to talk in this as I am bisexual. It's Pride Month, and I just want to say if it's not out there, I am bisexual. Hell yeah. So in 2013, a video went viral featuring Lady Gaga walking out of a building. And this went viral. <laughs> I know, right? Just If it was just that, that'd be fucking hilarious. Um, but no, there was an excited fan who shouted, Yas, Gaga, Yas, Gaga, Yas. Um, so, Perfect. So Queen was once an insult for gay people but as the lgbt community commonly does it's been turned into turned into a term of endearment so you know and that's something that's really awesome with modern like lgbt communities is just turning these things that you know people called us around and like letting it empower us um so i mean i'm kind of keeping it short with the actual answer and everything but um yas queen is popular now and used a lot by people who perhaps aren't aware of its history and you know may not use it in a similar uh more authentic way but um yeah it actually has a very interesting culture behind it i really recommend if you're wanting to do a listen very interested into uh, lgbt culture in the past really look into underground ball culture and uh, if you do let me just say yas queen <laughs> good on you for being informed that's pretty good oh, yeah, yeah. all right so you fucking snuck uh, an informative, serious topic in on us after you made my queen topic a mess. How dare you? Yes, I did, queen. <sighs> yeah. Keon, hit us with like memes and shit or something. I need it. I need to pick me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a here's a hot and fresh meme right off the uh, right off the <laughs> right off the press. Hot and fresh out the kitchen. Yeah, if you're okay with it being six months late, because the meme is why is Queen Elizabeth II gonna die on january 5th 2019 well um well let, let's talk about it it's history now as it happened yes, on naturally. january 5th 2019 as we talked about during the queen segment previously mm-hmm. uh monarchs tend to be uh you know held up on a pedestal but they tend to have uh i thought you were gonna say monarchs tend to be dead 
<laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> Much like Freddie Mercury, monarchs <laughs> tend to die on January 5th, 2019. And, mm-hmm. um, and the thing is that, uh, you know, she has her free will, as I spoke earlier. Um, but at the same time, once one becomes a meme... One must die. We know this as our dear friend Laser <laughs> recently uh, passed away uh, in middle school after he made the scaling triangle meme. I made uh, it he, in freshman year. You slept. He was, <laughs> he was only resurrected uh, because the number of reposts and notes on that post reached a number such that uh, it passed the threshold in which God re- reborns you. Yeah, um, yes. I was reborn, and uh, now I have depression. Uh, so <laughs> that's what it's supposed to be, right? It, right? Am I doing yeah. this right? Am I doing this right? <laughs> oh my god, I'm do- I've been doing it wrong this whole time. Our, no, our good depressed, depressed boy, please tell me why uh, Queen Elizabeth uh, died on January 5th. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth died on January 5th and has been replaced. Listen. Reptilians aren't a thing, it's an anti-Semitic <laughs> thing, but robots are a real thing. That's terrifying. She has been replaced with a robot. I have proof. Okay, so first off, how? when is the last time you have looked closely at her? First off, you're thinking, I see all these pictures of all the time. <laughs> they are doctor photos from the past. There are no photos, real photos, of the Queen of England after January 5th. They are all edited. Nobody has actually seen her in public. It is all fake. Every British person who says they've seen her recently is lying to you. Keon, please. Question things. Please cut them off. I mean, the British government did it before with Paul McCartney, so I mean, it's mm-hmm. you're not even exactly. Wrong. By the way, if everybody wants a fun Google, Google uh, Paul, Paul McCartney dead. died. Yeah, Paul McCartney's dead. Yeah, or look up that Avril Lavigne's fake, because man, what a fun journey that was. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I need to look that up now. Well, oh, so good. So for everyone at home, uh, we're probably on an MI6 watch list right now for saying what we said, because, uh, well, here's here's a quick history on, since we're talking about Queen, I might as well give you some fun facts about Queen Elizabeth II, which you can find on the, uh, my, uh, where is it? <laughs> oh, I can't find it. Are, Never are mind. you citing your sources now just because your brother wants you to? I was going to, but I can't find it. Sorry, Cameron, I can't cite the source this time, but Mental Floss has a great uh, article called 25 Fun Facts About the Queen. At least that's what I think it's called. You can find it, but that's what a lot of these facts are coming from. So, um, sorry, Cameron, please don't beat me up. Uh, so, Queen Elizabeth II. Wait, he beat you up last time? He beats me up all the time. Are you kidding me? I, that's like I. It's kind of like a memento mori type thing that uh, Alexander the Great had. That anytime I see him, he beats the shit out of me, so I remember I'm just a man. You know? Oh my it's, god! It, it's cathartic. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> what? so Queen Elizabeth II. Her name actually is uh, Elizabeth uh, Alexandra Mary, who mm-hmm. was born uh, April twenty first, uh, nineteen twenty six, in London. And she was the heir apparent to the throne. So as soon as she was born, they're like, yo, you're going to be next. And she's like, what? That's crazy. And usually there's a whole long line, but luckily she was the next one. And she became queen of the United Kingdom and the Commonwealth and was the first child of the Duke of York, who was King George VI, and Queen Elizabeth I. So that was her mother. She was reigned in February 6th, 1952. Unfortunately, on February 6th, 1952, her father died, which sucks. Uh, But she also had a child, her heir, who is Prince Charles of Wales. To be fair, if her father wasn't dead by now, that would be insane. Dude, it's... Well, I'm... Okay, I'm going to be honest, and I don't want to jinx this thing. We we apparently have a curse where we're saying people will die the next episode, and then they actually are. 
Oh, and it's okay, because she already died on January 5th. That's fair. Guess how old she is. Well, I mean, I told you her birthday, but just uh, r- right off the top of your head. 69 years old, motherfucker. I hate you. It's years young, and uh, she is 90. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, is, she is 93 years old. Fuck you. Uh, so Dude, she's not. He's zing the fuck out of you. Oh later. man, she's she's ninety three years young, uh. Uh, which is insane to think oh. about. So if we're like, oh, her father being alive till now is crazy. Her honestly being alive till now is kind of crazy. So uh, she no. has, she's been in the news all the time. Apparently recently with, but I mean, there's just she's the the queen of England. Of course she's going to be in the news. Uh-huh. The thing to to put to punctuate this is the fact that during World War Two. She actually wanted to participate. She wanted to have a uh, to to go to war. Like she was that age when World War II happened. But apparently, she was a little bit too young. And so, what she ended up doing was that she actually did serve in World War II a little bit by changing tires and helping vehicles uh, and aiding that way. Especially since they kind of came to her door- doorstep. She actually partied it up with her subjects when the war was over, which is kind of nice. Interesting. And to punctuate that even more, yeah, like, she knew Winston Churchill. Churchill was like, cool, you're going to be the next one? Dope. Awesome. Hey, everybody, cool. Like, Winston Churchill had an actual say in her monarchy, which is crazy. Wild. Like, to think of that timeline that she's still alive in, like... Being a successful queen, I mean, I don't know the actual politics, so I don't know if successful be, would be the word. Yeah, we'll steer clear on that. A legitimate queen. Let's, a well, legitimate nope, queen. that's bad too. A queen. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, a couple other things. Uh, she was uh, instrumental yeah! in the 60s. <laughs> yes, queen, she's a queen. Yeah. A couple. <laughs> A couple other things is that in the 60s and 70s, she was instrumental in the decolonization of a lot of countries, Mm -hmm. countries that were colonized and were like, hey, we should probably back off because this is really bad. That we support. That we wholeheartedly, unapologetically will Mm -hmm. support. Yeah. In uh, 1977, she had her Silver Jubilee, which is 25 years in office. So that was in 1977, 25 years like in as the monarch. Uh, She was called uh, Lilibet. Which, like, instead of Elizabeth, a Lilibet by her sister. That was her nickname. Uh, she never went to school. She actually had a nanny that taught her. And um, let me see here. She actually ended up, and I mean, like, this is, I don't know anybody's opinion on this, but she actually ended up marrying her cousin, third cousin. His name was Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. And uh, she actually didn't tell her parents that she was getting married. Uh, they, he proposed on uh, in 1946. And she didn't even tell anybody that he had proposed or that she was planning on getting married until her birthday, uh, following, uh, in a, the following months. The thing I love about that, by the way, is that she is, this is such rich people problems, I love this, that she has two birthdays. Her first birthday, or her actual date of birth... Selfish as fuck, I just want to say. I know, dude, we're getting to why it's, it's hilarious. She was actually born April 21st, 1926. So, the... <laughs> The Duke of Edinburgh uh, asked her to marry him uh, earlier that year in, uh, not that year, but in uh, 1946. And then she didn't tell her parents until April 21st. But this is the reason why she has two birthdays, is that her her actual birthday was April 21st, 1926. And they said it was too cold, so they did not celebrate until May or June. They don't have the actual date, but Saturday, May or June of 1926. So she technically has two birthdays, which I find hilarious. Because they're like, oh, yeah, no, it's a little cold out. Let's Let's not have the birthday. Let's just, like, have a celebration now, then actually have a real celebration then, which I found hilarious. 
So the fun stuff uh, comes when uh, earlier this year. So this isn't okay. Okay, I just just a preface. If you go onto knowyourmeme.com and type in uh, me IRL and Queen Elizabeth or me IRL Queen, you will find that there was a meme that uh, came out December twenty sixth. 2018 by a guy named Beef Cabbage on Reddit, and it's a picture from the uh, popular TV show iCarly, where there's, I think his name's Gibby? A uh, character named Gibby is about to hit uh, Carly's uh, older you, brother over the head. You don't know iCarly well enough to know whether Gibby exists? Dude, bro, I know <laughs> Gibby exists. I don't remember if that's the name of the particular character that's going to hit her over the head, hit him over the head. Okay. But anyway, sure. yeah, I'm Fine, I'm pretty sure if we're going to call my shit into question, I'm pretty sure Gibby has a stop sign that he's about to hit iCarly's uh, brother over the head with. And it says... <laughs> this is and, the real topic. <laughs> exactly. And the meme within... The the meme in itself, uh, Gibby, the character, uh, over <laughs> over his chest, it just says the word death. Um, the stop sign over it says uh, January 5th, 2019. And iCarly's older brother says the Queen of England. And that went on me IRL, which is a subreddit. So for people that don't know Reddit, subreddits are just forums where people can post memes and funny pictures and other stuff. It was posted to that subreddit just saying me IRL, IRL means like this is what I'm like in real life. So they posted this photo. Guess how many upvotes it got? 69. Perfect. 69 million. No, it was actually 52,000 upvotes, which is absurdly high like crazy high so this one photo that came out in december got 52,000 upvotes which is an 89 percent upvote so that means even more people participated in downvoting it it also got 72,000 or 70 7,200 comments now the reason why this is hilarious is for the fact that first of all this was like predicated on nothing this beef beefy cabbage yeah beefy underscore cabbage had no reason to put this out there it exploded <laughs> and then caused mi6 or the uh, the british government or whoever to go into a frenzy and be like why do people want the queen dead what the fuck's <laughs> happening and they immediately had to jump online and now they had to survey no. everybody on r slash me irl as well as everybody that was like even participating with this meme. So those 7,200 comments all had to be scrutinized. Everybody that upvoted it, they probably had, were looked at at some point. And us and, now talking about it, I'm sure. Oh, that's what I mean. We're on some watch list. But the thing that I love the most about it... I mean, it I am, but not the, for any of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing that I love the most about this is the fact that at this time... I mean, you can only picture like 30 or 40 year olds online on Reddit scrolling through thousands and thousands of memes trying to make heads or tails of this. And then just looking at other stuff like that these people are posting like, what the fuck is a big chungus? Like, what the hell? <laughs> if, if anybody remembers January memes, they're all here. Let's let's just have a woo boo 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 boo. Let's go back in our way back machine and let's all just take a second and remember all the memes from from memes past, like in the Christmas Carol. That does anybody remember that in January, literally five months ago or six months ago, that there were these memes, these hot fresh memes. Mm. There was the Mari Kondo memes. So if oh, anybody yeah. even remembers Mari Kondo, yeah, there was <laughs> Hamburger Ham Hamburger or Hamburger. Which was uh, <laughs> Trump accidentally tweeted that out, and everybody's like, "Oh, I'd like my hamburger with some malk or whatever." Hamburger, exactly, and just started like misspelling words. Um, there was that meme. There was a bird box. If anybody remembers the viral hit bird box, which was everywhere. Of course, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
There was, of course, Big Chungus. The best, let's be honest. And then the Pièce de Résistance, the best one that everybody was talking about and I still want people to talk about, were all of the Shaggy memes. Do you guys remember those? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, I forgot about those. Yeah, and for anybody that doesn't know, this was the character Shaggy from Scooby-Doo being like an elder god that imbued people with powers and would like... <laughs> zap people on the set of the sh- of the Scooby-Doo movie like to a nether realm and then zap them back and they would be have like PTSD. It was a whole there was like <laughs> lore behind Shaggy. It's anyway. So all of that to say that definitely um, worth a revisit exactly. Yeah. So uh why is Queen why is Queen Elizabeth going to die on January 5th, 2019? Cuz a guy named Beefy underscore Cabbage deemed it so on what was it, December 26, 2018, the day after Christmas. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Ten Hey guys, here's our segment called Why Not, where one of us chooses a why not question for us to debate, and now I would like a certain individual to take it on to establish what the topic that we will debate will be doing, and I'm going to be asking Matt to do this. All right. Why not the Muppets? Why not the Muppets? Because we did the Manamana? Manamana. I'll let you guys go first, but I'll tell you right now, I don't have much to say for negative. That's okay. There's really not much to be negative on. It's been, Uh you know, a long day. Maybe we just give it two thumbs up and say, hey, Muppets are great. They love people. They celebrate people. And other than the terrible pay that they sometimes give to the puppeteers, it's great. No, I got nothing but bad things to say. I'm negative, yeah. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not okay oh, with fuck. them. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> I'll take middle because I have both. We'll we'll make it quick. We get we get uh, a few sentences or more. All right, ready? Laser, you're positive. Go. Okay, I'm positive. Hey guys, um, so it's a cool. It's one of those things that really nailed the mix between adult and kid humor. Kid can watch uh, puppets and more generic jokes. Like I definitely um, watched like the Muppet Christmas Carol, Muppet Treasure Island. Growing up, it was really awesome. Fucking loved it. Um. Just a childhood staple for a lot of people and a good basis of humor growing up. Continue. All right. Um, so I would say while that is accurate and while I enjoy almost all of their content, uh, they're very funny. The and Other than more of the more recent remakes and interesting battles on rights and things like that, um, they've made good content that I've enjoyed. Um, for the most part, they try to uh, honor the Muppets legacy and, and honor the creator's legacy and all those things. I will say, though, that uh, because of the more recent stuff and because of some of the uh, the contract disputes with puppeteers, not just the Muppets, but uh, like just workers in general in that area of comedy, uh, puppeteers and, and, and those creators have always been under underrated in their talent and sometimes underpaid. And so I'm just going to bring that issue to light here without any sort of evidence. So I'll uh, I'll be low-key on that because I don't know how much is accurate for the Muppets other than a couple articles I recall reading years ago. Jim Henson, you motherfucker, I'm coming for you. Oh, I'm, shit. I'm gonna, I'm, your, your ghost is mine. Your ass is grass. Because oh, you motherfucker, I am scared Damn. shitless of fucking puppets i can't so deal with these I'm motherfuckers oh. i ghosts. can't i can't deal with i can't deal with ghosts either because and it's for the exact same reason that puppets remind me of like the slow encroachment of death because when i was a kid there used to be like puppets around and then when you take them off your hand they would be lifeless i'm like is that what happens when we die we're just like a husk of like flesh that just it be 
becomes dis- uh, deanimated. This is fucking r- frightening. And moreover, they have these lifeless eyes, and I can't mm-hmm. deal with them. And so as a kid, every day they're like, "Hey, let's watch a puppet thing." I'm like, "Can we not? Can we? Can we? Can we just not?" And on top of that, I mean, they're a lazier <laughs> version of a full costume because you can wear like an entire costume, of a costume instead of actually. They're they're a shittier and lazier version of a full I, costume. A you wear a full costume. Wow. They're shittier and lazier version <laughs> oh of a full costume. Oh, lazier. Got it. I hate you. I'm just gonna I'm gonna cut this right here and say uh sounds like this is an issue for another time because we have more feelings than we thought i'm kidding jim Hen- jim henson i love you and the dark crystal remake is gonna be pretty good or whatever right. the sequel all right yeah. guys 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 um since it's season two i was thinking maybe i could start introing um the break you're, so uh just hey, you're gonna guys, do what hey what? guys how are you going because i'm fair to midland and i think it's time to take a break yeah what do you think are you fucking kidding me Let's, you take that back take, right now, you fuck. Laser. You take laser. Shut, stop the voice. Let's take a break. Stop the voice. I'm, stop. I'm, I'm, if you do that one more time, I'm going to reach through this fucking computer and strangle you to death. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Okay. That's okay. how you do a fucking. That's how you I, do a fucking break right there, you piece of shit. Stop strangling him. Stop strangling him, Keon. He didn't mean it. I won't step out of place it. again. Come with the king. You best not miss. Hey, all you beautiful people. Thank you so much for listening to Why a Podcast and listening to this very special episode, Why Queen. You can find Why a Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, and Neopets, all at Why a Podcast, all one word. That's W-H-Y-A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, except for Neopets, which is W-H-Y underscore A underscore P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Please feel free to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts because it helps us out a whole bunch. You can also shoot us a question, future topic, or personal why question at whyapodcast at gmail.com. Special thanks to Evan Draper for our theme song. You can find his work at Silo Digital on social media. That's P-S-Y-L-O Digital on social media. And now that I got all that out of the way, let me just gush for a second. You guys are the best community on the planet. Like, man, I'm... The anniversary episode was seriously... One of my favorite things that I've ever listened to in my entire life. All the testimonials felt incredible to hear. Listening to everybody's interview with the people that have kind of helped us through this podcast for the past year was amazing. It was just such an incredible experience to realize that we've been doing this for a year. And also, not only that you guys are listening, but also that we are, we're still growing and we're amassing a group of people that like our silly crap. So um, again, seriously, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you guys so much. Moving forward, we still have those stretch goals that we're trying to meet. So if we get 150 listeners, subscribers, however you want to call it, we'll have a bonus episode that will be curated based on a list of your requests on our Facebook page. Speaking of our Facebook page, if we reach 250 likes or follows on our Facebook page, one of those lucky likes will be getting a 3D print from my 3D printing company, Print3D LLC. We'll be communicating with that lucky winner to see what they want. And then finally, if we hit 50 reviews on Apple Podcasts, then Laser Elric will do an episode where he eats a habanero pepper at the beginning of the episode and then during the break to make sure that the edge doesn't wear off. So I personally really, really want that episode to happen. So if we can hit those 50 reviews on Apple Podcasts, that would be amazing. And again, seriously, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you all so much. 
we're going to be releasing some of that bonus content. So the extended interviews between me and my brother, uh, Laser and Jay, Matt and Sam, and then we're also going to be releasing the testimonial as a separate thing. So look out for those uh, bonus pieces of content. Enjoy them like we've enjoyed them, and enjoy the rest of the episode. Let's go back to the back to reality. Whoop! There goes gravity. Uh, yeah, whatever. Okay, bye. Welcome back to season two of Why a Podcast. Why is everything different? Why are you making everything different, Laser? Why can't we just? Why can't we be like it used to be? Listen, it, you got to take a formula, uh, guys. I actually wanted to pitch. What do you guys think of what a podcast? You know, because then fans are gonna say, "Wow, what a podcast!" Hey, Keon, should we should we tell them we're gonna kill him off, or should we just kill him off at this point? Because like this is strike three. I tried right? to before the break. He's an immortal god. He has the soul of Shaggy in him. It's pissing me off. He's like a Muppet. Finally, <laughs> I can reveal my true form. <laughs> I am a god, oh my and god. I'm horny as hell. So anyway, I was starting to think uh, there may be evidence that my uh, my partner's father may listen to this podcast. Oh Maybe god, you yeah, should let's chill not. out a little. <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's uh, have lastly personal why questions. Where you going around the table, ask each other personal why question, and uh, I think the personal why question we we're going to talk about is what was their favorite part of the anniversary episode? A little retrospective on a fucking week ago. <laughs> Woo! I like that. I'm sorry. Did you say, uh, what was your favorite part of it? <laughs> what did you like? It was such a pain to edit, but it sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. yeah, a, yeah. Um, I'd really say laser, my favorite part such... uh, was definitely all the parts where people praised me, um, where people <laughs> talked about me when I was talking. Wow. Um, yeah, just definitely. Uh, I mean, the testimonial. Matt did such a fucking good job editing that it makes Seriously. the rest of our podcast look so shitty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wow. You did a fantastic job, Matt. Seriously, that God damn, wonderful. Appreciate I, I edited thanks. the beginning, like informative part, and Matt did all the stuff that sounded good. So, wow. like, <laughs> and I did nothing because I was tired of shit. Thank you guys for giving me some time off. Not a problem. You needed the week off, dude. I mean, it was Matt's uh, turn to edit anyway. <laughs> true. Yeah, <that's, laughs> give him the it, hard shit. It made sense for me to have to edit that episode. That's totally fair. Um, I, I will say, uh, my favorite thing about the podcast, even though it was very long and, and difficult to edit, was the testimonials, but not because of the editing process, although that, although that was kind of fun to uh, to, do a, to a degree, but because the, the, all the testimonials we got were like surprisingly heartfelt and great. Like there oh, was yeah. some humor. It made me feel good as fun. Oh yeah. But like it was so, so wholesome. And like we got, we got several other testimonials that we just couldn't fit in. We're probably going to, toss them in somewhere in the next couple weeks after we get all that bonus content out as well i don't want to think about that oh yeah um but uh we'll we'll be sharing some more stuff of that but uh shout out to everyone who sent a testimonial or did a review we really appreciate you and uh it that's what got me through editing it so shout out to you guys that was my favorite part for sure also Keon's interview with his brother was pretty great. I'm not going to lie. Yay. I think my favorite thing about it was when he called him out for never giving his sources. It was very enjoyable. <laughs> uh, sh- if yeah. you haven't listened to that, definitely go listen to that and listen to the full version when it drops. Um, mm-hmm. And the fact that Laser, at the end of his f- short version of the interview, um, just 
calls out Jay and been like, oh yeah, because I was totally laughing legitimately. That was so obvious. <laughs> was really funny for me. Uh, it was really good to have Jay on the air. And, uh, yeah. you know, we're just cute as fuck. That's all, you know. Just yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if I weren't biased, I would I would not. I would I would have picked my interview with Sam. But I had too much fun doing that. Mm. So I can't pick it. Yeah, I mean, I'd say that all of those, like, well, especially us talking to, like, interviewing the people that have helped us out with the podcast the most was just really nice. And I legitimately did really like listening, even though we, like, recorded the episode a little less than uh, a week ago, I think. Or no, maybe a little bit over it. Yeah, no, it's been a little while. That, like, listening back to us talking about how much we've grown from beginning the podcast is really nice. Oh, yeah. That's what I liked about my interview with my brother is we were both like, remember a year ago when we didn't know two shits about podcasting and now we like <laughs> put shit out every week? That's crazy. And, it's like, really crazy that we haven't missed a week. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, don't worry. That's That gravy train's about to crash into the fucking pond of despair. But <laughs> oh, the one thing terrifying. that I really wanted a huge shout out to my boy, Alan... <laughs> Oh yeah. His inner his testimonial. So a uh, quick background for everybody guy. is that yeah, that yesterday, True. so t- we're recording this on the Tuesday that the episode goes out. That yesterday, which was Monday, w- did we yeah, we threw it in yesterday or something. That like I threw it in basically this morning. I exactly because I wasn't even messaged it until like I was <laughs> at work at what seven yesterday. Like, yeah, yeah. So Alan, uh, so we had been he and I have just been so busy on our individual stuff that we've been talking about stuff. And I'm like, oh hey, the anniversary episode's coming up. Like, could you do a testimonial? I was like, dude, that'd be super fun. And so he made one and couldn't get it to me until the day before after uh, Matt had already made that beautiful supercut. And so I couldn't even send it to him until late on uh, on that monday which was yesterday for us and so that was like i'm like i hope we can get it in and then matt's like fuck this is this is really good keon can you just like do a quick <laughs> intro for it or something i'm like don't worry totally go into it and so he could fit it in really quickly just at a separate area and make it less like because it's just so unique it wouldn't have fit anywhere else yeah so. i couldn't i was like I, I literally he sent that to me he's like hey is there any room for more testimonials and my immediate answer was no but my yeah, exactly. <laughs> my answer was instead um why because i'm like yeah. maybe there's a good reason <laughs> and then you sent it to me i'm like well if i laugh i have to include it and then i was like fuck okay that's really funny and shout out again to elizabeth dow whose uh whose uh facebook story today is her reacting to that testimonial mm-hmm. as well as her own testimonial and it's Fucking so funny absolutely so, so please uh if you guys haven't already listened to that episode go give it a shot and oh, yeah. listen to alan's testimonial as well as a big shout out again to everybody who sent in testimonials seriously it lit up our our dark dark hearts yes so really now did. that we're done with our masturbatory segment on our episode <laughs> we released a week ago um i would like to thank you for listening to why a podcast um i'm laser I'm so fucking thankful. Oh my God. <laughs> Elric. Uh, I'm Matt. Uh, don't forget our milestone goals. Help us hit those. Oh yeah. Slaza. Fuck, right? <laughs> hey oh, yeah. guys, 250 likes on Facebook. We're going to be having a uh, drawing uh, for a 3D printed thing from Print 3D LLC. What else is the stuff we got going, guys? Yeah. The 150 subscribers will do our own episode that you guys get to pick what we talk about. Um, and Anything. 50 Apple podcast reviews is, is our goal for that. I think we're at 
13 or 14 which is mm. is still good but let's keep it going folks let's yeah. do the thing yeah we're getting there and then uh what was it 150 uh listeners and then we <laughs> laser elric will have to eat a habanero pepper oh uh, yeah yep. 150 uh let's say either subscribers or listeners in a week and we'll do mm. it so if you can push an episode yeah, yeah. we'll do it yeah. anyway and also 150 apple podcast reviews i will start a dedicated completely serious asmr channel yeah, so if you guys are able to share it, uh, obviously a good episode to share is the anniversary episode, but any episode you want to share, just get the word out as much as possible. I know that it's annoying to share things. Absolutely. We understand, but believe me, if things don't get shared, no one sees them or hears about them, and we're trying so hard right now to just, change that. If so. you have a friend you think would like this like at all, just please just like say, hey, check out this podcast. Like They're pretty cool guys. And that's like, that would be so much to us. 10,000%. Uh, so yeah, Matthew takes forever, sidetracks us back to self-promotion, Slaza. And Keon, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is still, you know, it's a pretty good movie. I, I shit on it a bunch, but it's pretty good, Boozar. Same here. Yeah. Yes, queen, now you know why. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I need you saying yas as my as my ringtone. Yas! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>